Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to the Agile World Podcast, where we discuss customer experience, employee experience, and transformation in an agile age. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, a blueprint for creating an experience-led organization, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of CareerGig and host of the Agile World podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to create a personal brand that is agile, memorable, and meaningful in a world gone mostly virtual. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Jennifer Sherman, founder and chief strategist at the Influencer Collective. First, uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about the Influencer Collective and what you do there? Sure. So thank you so much for having me, Greg. Um, It's great to connect again. Um, And the Influencer Collective, we are a podcast production and digital asset strategy firm. So we really specialize in building thought leaders through the medium of podcasting and using strategic marketing to amplify that content. Great, great. Well, let's start by talking about the importance of personal brands. Um, Why don't you first start by explaining um, how you define personal branding? Sure. So, I mean, kind of growing up in, I guess, the digital transformation world, um, it's important now than ever with the access to social media that we have at our fingertips from even when you're in high school to really make sure that your digital footprint is how you would want to express yourself. Because with the internet, you know, it's it's on there forever, right? So personal branding is really defines who you are and goes back to your mission um, as a human being and how you um, market yourself and define yourself and put yourself in the in the online and offline marketplace. So how how do you recommend uh, I know this is kind of a big question, but how do you recommend that someone does go about defining their personal brand? Like what what's what are the kinds of things that they should look at or look for? Sure. So I think it starts with yourself. I think it starts with defining what your mission is. I mean, I know that, you know, we have our business, everyone likes to kind of take personal and business life and separate them. I mean, I don't, I think that that is everything kind of merges together. And it's like, what is your purpose and mission in life? And what do you want to put out into the world? You know, um, for example, part of my mission is, you know, empowering the next generation of our workforce, right? And so a lot of the things that I put out there and do goes back to empowering the next generation. Um, so I think it's defining, you know, what your legacy is and then leveraging the resources and platforms and um, connections in order to amplify that. So is personal branding only for entrepreneurs, authors, speakers, or, you know, can it help anyone? And, and if so, could you give an example maybe of, of how it could? Sure. And that's a great question, Greg, because I think the personal brand differs depending on if you're an entrepreneur or if you are in-house as an account executive at, um, at, a, big, at a big company. Um, the biggest thing about your personal brand is that maybe the strategy is different depending on your position. 
Having said that, I believe that your personal brand should go beyond what your current role is in that moment of time. So, you know, if you do work for a company, you know, you might not be able to do the same exact things or have restrictions if you were an entrepreneur. But if that company, you're not, if you might not be there forever. So what are you outside of that company? You know, it's kind of that whole idea of a resume. It's resumes. The one page of resume in my mind doesn't say that much, right? It's what you're doing and, and your conversations with people. So I think your strategy may defer as to what position you're in at that time, but it does, it, it's still so important to have a personal brand, no matter if you're an author, or an athlete, um, you know, just starting off in your career, I think it's important whoever you are. Yeah. And I mean, so that, that brings me to, uh, you know, in my own career, uh, I've, I'm still figuring out who I am day to day, I would say, but to a degree, I've figured out, you know, some of the things that some of the themes and, and things that I like to focus on, but how would you recommend somebody, let's, you know, let's say a young professional that they may not know, what their life's work is going to be, or they, they most likely don't, but like, how do you get them to start thinking along that path? I mean, nobody can read the future, but you know, how do you get them to, to think along those lines? Cause I think, I think what you're saying is really important. It just, it's, it may be hard for that, that account exec in a, in a marketing agency um, that just started out to really see what their, you know, what their, their, their life goal is going to be. Of course. And frankly, I mean, just graduating college when I was, you know, in college and I had internships, you know, since I was um, in high school, I thought I wanted to be in retail real estate for a second. And I and and so and then I pivoted to two different um, PR agencies, boutique PR agencies. And I knew that and I was taught and ingrained to always have a mentor and to always like have a mentor in order to kind of give you that advice of how you can create the path of defining yourself. Now, we always, we're always changing, right? I mean, life is not linear, but I think, you know, I, I did see some of the young professionals when I was starting off kind of just being complacent and just kind of, t and, and, you know, cutting to work at nine, leaving at five and going home where, you know, I always think it's really important to have a mentor or someone who you look up to who can say, okay, you know, actually, instead of going home at five, why don't you go and network, right? Or why don't you go and make these connections? So I always wanna give young professionals the advice to um, open doors to themselves because if you don't ask for advice or anything, then you're not going to get that those words of wisdom so you can continue to grow yourself and don't be complacent. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I also like that, uh, what you touched on with the, the mentors being sort of the objective third party of, you know, you're, you're living your life day to day and, and, you know, chaos may or may not ensue on a daily basis, but that, that mentor or that third party can kind of take a, take a bit of a step back and see the trends and, and, and point out some things. So, I mean, I certainly have relied on that, um, myself. Um, you have a podcast of your own, um, the influencer collector collective show. Um, what's your goal with that show? Sure. So, you know, I started a podcast um, called A Dose of Your Future about two years ago, um, probably over two years ago at this point. Um, and then, you know, highlighted and interviewed some really interesting people, you being one of them, Greg. And <laughs> um, I realized that there was a disconnect between A Dose of Your Future and my company, The Influencer Collective. I don't think people saw them as an entity together. So 
recently we rebranded a dose your future to be the influencer collective show and um our goal with the show is to you know i've uh, originally really have just interviewed people one-to-one but our goal is to create an influencer network and using the influencer collective show as a way to do that. So we're rolling out a series of roundtables um, that are going to be published as a podcast around really um, interesting topics of topics that we focus on uh, as a company, food innovation, cybersecurity, um, social impact, empowering the youth. So we're trying to connect and bring together recognized experts to problem solve and come up with solutions to, you know, help the better good um, and our economy. So it's it's pivoting the format a little bit, um, but ideally it's we're really trying to build a collective of um, recognized experts in these different verticals and using podcasts as a medium to do so. That's great. Yeah, no, sounds sounds great. And, you know, I definitely enjoyed being uh being on your show before, but looking forward to hearing some of the the new ones um, and seeing because uh, they're they're video as well, right? Yes. Um, so let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about entrepreneurship. Um, that you know that's certainly something else that you can speak to. So, you know what what inspired you to start the influencer collective, and and what was what was the need that you saw that you wanted to address? Sure. So I had this fire in my belly, um, and I needed to tap into it. Of you know, I could continue on the route of like going up the um, food chain at an agency, or I could do this myself. And I saw a need, particularly in the DC marketplace, um, for more digital. Um, I know that there is digital here, but I kind of have a different perspective on it and thought to myself, you know what, why don't we just start a digital evolve as new digital um, mediums and channels are come out. For example, you know, we focused on kind of the producing Facebook live shows and still face live streaming is great, but now you have podcasting. So kind of always embracing the next generation of digital marketing trends. Right. Um, and I think having that we're really in this situation where we're just going to continue to pivot and transform based on the marketplace. And that's something that I saw as a need in the DC market, since we needed some, 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 something fresh, something different, something to also bring together all these amazing people in our city, um, whether that's a, from a Gen Zer to a baby boomer. So um, that's what we kind of sought out to create, but it's kind of cool after three years seeing um, all of that starting to come together. Uh, it really does take time to build a business, even though you want things to happen overnight. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's interesting. and you know, I guess just wondering about that. Um, the I'll just use the term agility. You know, your your ability to kind of follow the market and and stay one step ahead. And in, in, in many cases, do you think that the traditional uh, agency model, like larger companies, all that, do you think that they're failing clients um, by not being able to be as as agile as as you can as a it sounds like you're kind of nimble by design. I mean, do you, do you see a, a failing there in the traditional structure? Um, I would say to fail because here's the thing, like I don't like to you know speak negatively about other agencies or industries or what have you with their processes. I think that there's a, I think that there is a definitely a need for the old school meets new school. So it's more so how can the influencer collective work with a big agency to bring some of our 
you know, intellect and knowledge to a strategy for a client, because most likely a lot of bigger companies and some companies in general, bigger or smaller, are used to that traditional model and they feel comfortable there. So I think it's more so how can old school meet new school and we're the new school boat understanding the old school. So how can we all work together? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's that, that makes sense. How have you seen your role or your company's role um, change due to recent events like, you know, due to COVID-19? And, and what do you see as your role as people navigate the months ahead? Yeah, another great question, Greg. I think here's the thing with with the timing of right now. I mean, it, going back to your comment about being nimble, you know, I I was thinking like, would I rather be working at a company right now or I'd rather have my own company? You know, there's no complete right answer, but I will can say is having my own company is I can determine and navigate the fate of my company. Um, so, you know, it has business been slower in regards to business development? Of course, as it should be. We're navigating a, you know, nationwide pandemic or excuse me, global wide pandemic. Um, people are just trying to get to tomorrow to figure out the next step. So we're more so being here um, as a, uh, we already worked in a digital environment. So I've always worked, you know, pretty much virtually. So that wasn't a huge, um, you know, difference for me, as I like to call myself a digital nomad. Um, but we also are, are really just trying to strengthen our relationships with our current clients and be a resource for for other companies and thought leaders and entrepreneurs in the community. And we're focusing on building relationships right now. I mean, I think that we all need to not, I not be sensitive, but also just be able to put ourselves in each other's shoes of where everyone's coming from and really strengthening those relationships and, and, and supporting the community um, as much as we can. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's great. Well, uh, one last question before we wrap up. Um, what lessons would you share for someone that's considering, you know, either getting out on their own, starting their own company or, um, you know, becoming a, a freelancer for the first time or something like that? Sure. And so this is the other part is like, I'm such an optimist. So I'm looking at, you know, what's going on right now is how can like, I like to look at the positives around it. So, you know, of course, unemployment is very high, but how can you well, what is that dream that you've always had to build? Build it. So I will always say when anyone's like looking in between opportunities or wanting to leave a company, I always am like the, you should become an entrepreneur. So I, I'm always like, you should become an entrepreneur. But having said that, that doesn't mean that you have to quit your day job. You can always moonlight on the side and build it while you're still working. I always think to mitigate risk, do you know, if you're not comfortable just leaving and starting your company, and you know, leaving stuff behind and not having multiple streams of revenue, that's not what I recommend. I recommend if you wanna do something, do it, but also be smart about how you do it. So you set yourself up for success as much as you can and not failure. So maybe that is being part-time at your job and using the other time, but there's creative ways to become an entrepreneur with just not you know, leaving your day job and um, taking that big leap, especially during times like this, where there is such, um, you know, uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Uh, kind of basically finding some way, whatever it might be to have some kind of runway of, you know, well, what if it, it's not even failure. It's what if it just doesn't take, uh, 
you know, it, it takes a little bit longer than you anticipated. Exactly. To off. Yeah, exactly. And that happens, right? I mean, it's funny because I'm looking back on, you know, the past three years and I've just been kind of on a hamster wheel, just, you know, taking, you know, having clients and stuff. And now it's like the pandemic has made me realize, wait, this is the direction of the company. It's been sitting right here this whole time. Now let's like, let's continue to build it. So I think we're also in a sense of great clarity at the moment because we've had to slow down. Um, so that's just something that I hope people are really cherishing and taking in is the slowing down. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's so many negative stories and so much, you know, negative going on in general. Like I, I've said this to, to many others is like, if there's something positive we can take out of this, let's do it. And I think, you know, what you're saying makes a lot of sense is if you can step back, um, if you can get perspective on things, then, you know, let's, let's make something positive out of what would otherwise be a, you know, just wholly negative situation. So Oh, that's great. Exactly. Exactly. Well, um, Jennifer, thanks so much for joining the show. Uh, for those listening, uh, what's the best way for them to keep up with what you're doing? Sure. So they can either go um, to InfluencerCollectiveDC.com. You can follow us on the Influencer DC on Twitter and Instagram. And also feel free to subscribe to the Influencer Collective show on iTunes and Spotify. Wonderful. Well, again, I'd like to thank Jennifer Sherman, founder and chief strategist at the Influencer Collective for joining the show. To learn more about uh, both customer and employee experience, I recommend you go to my website at gregkilstrom.com and make sure to check out my latest book, The Center of Experience. More information is available on my website or wherever the book is available, like Amazon. Thanks for listening to The Agile World with Greg Kilstrom. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile World podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, from my website at theagile.world or on Amazon or other retailers. Until next week, stay agile.